Hi, uh, Scotty the Cowboy with Cantina. We watch and talk about The Crow. Caca. 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 That we both did that. Well done, Caleb. Thank you for coming in there at the end. <laughs> Sliding on in. I'm so sorry. Uh, we talk about how this movie is um, amazing. Awesome. awesome. I'll, I'll say it's awesome. It's okay. I love it. It's okay. Fun. It's okay. okay. Uh, it's we okay. have different opinions, and that's what I makes make our a show. drink. You she have to watch it. to see what's in this lovely uh, thing. Oh, fantastic libation. And uh, we talk about how this movie's cursed. We do. We don't speak about the crow on set. Yeah. It is. is it's Technically, the... we're on a set, and we just spoke about a yeah. lot yeah, about the crow. Yeah, but it's like nothing's falling yet. Oh, man. Uh, well, now you yes. said that. Uh, You're welcome. We're doomed. Thanks, Justina. Have a good week. You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cold Movie Cantina. I would be more excited, but look, I'm tired. <laughs> She's tired. Steph's tired. tired. We're here, though. Paul, uh, our, our producer, Caleb's probably tired. He went to bed at five this morning, so Caleb's tired. Jesus Christ. Why are we all? What is wrong with us? <laughs> I partied yesterday. I, so I ran a game. I had a I good time. I played a game. So, yeah, uh, he was playing a game till five. I wish I was playing a game till five. This I, sounds like fun. I went to the Cajun cook-off yesterday. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> she gave her on tea. Guarantee. This is much Cajun I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> you were in Detroit. Oh, I was in Detroit. Yeah, I was, I've been flying all day. So I this before morning, we start, we should intro. Okay. I guess I'm I was just thinking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Let's do all the intros. And then we're we'll the talk. people. You should know us by now. We got name. We got name plates. I'm the name of American Pop Culture Spirit Guide, Scotty. I'm joined by as always. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Read the name tags. Let's move on. Well, Steph really like Jesus. Well, she's like. If we're gonna make them read, if we're gonna make them read, her, pull yours up closer to you. No, I'm not gonna no. lie. I'm never like, gonna know who I am. Just, I forgot. My there we name. go. Thank you. I'm just sitting here going, "Who the hell am I?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, lady of libations, obviously. Can we just nap for the next hour? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna watch us take a nap now. That's watch it. the crow. Have Countess, yeah, watch- Stephanie Von Frankenberry. Justina, your angelical jester. She, she who knows, knows no movies. movies. At your service. Also, Countess. Was like Count Countess. Chocula. Countess. Count Chocula. Chocula. Yeah, Countess. I like there Chocula. was another name that got added on too. Like I feel like our names get longer every time. No, Drew's Drew's the Star Wars oh, yeah. show. He, he's got, really? he's got like six of them. That's it's hilarious. Crazy. We just keep going. Keep but he's not here, and it's not his show. So pitter patter. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can uh, rate and subscribe to us on any uh, where you get all podcasts. Any if you listen to a podcast, if you're listening to this, you podcast, can find us. You're pretty much on a service, and uh, you can rate and subscribe us there. Please do that; that helps us out. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash uh, Cult Movie Cantina. And if you'd like to see our very very tired but happy faces, uh, you can go to YouTube at youtube.com/slash Mopcast Network. Mm-hmm. And don't let our being tired fool you this is going to be an excellent podcast oh absolutely uh well you know, jury's out <laughs> no it's not it's going to be a good podcast I, it's i, I would i would put it above a, mediocre I'm gonna, <laughs> mediocre I'm for that. wait a minute no Whoa. this is this is a no, great no, movie look at, look at her she gung-ho. it's <laughs> a great movie and it deserves due respect so it's going to be a great podcast. i have thoughts about the movie so i wouldn't say great i have thoughts about it. Uh-oh, but, it's, uh, it's, it's gonna be good stay tuned <laughs> um I'm starting a new show April 5th. It's called Tuesdays with Scotty. It will air every Tuesday. Um, it's a chat show with me and my friends, and I just chat about whatever I want, I'm, and I make Caleb listen. 
<laughs> and just because this is his own special hell. And so that's what I do. Um, but it's a, it's going to be a really, really fun show. I have been currently editing the first show and I'm having so much doing the edit. I have so much fun doing the edit. I have a question yes. about your show. Yeah. Can we get you a phone with buttons that light up like the little bulbous buttons? Yeah. On a cord, and then you can have people call in to commentate about your show. Because I would love to call in one time, and be like, "We have a caller," and then <laughs> but we can't it. do that unless he does it live. Yeah, it's not but I mean, like, yet. like I want to know what you're talking about, so I can just record what I want to say, and then we can interact together. I just really want to call and be like, "Hi, yes, yeah, Scotty, I had a really weird dream the other day, and I was just hoping you and your guest speaker, so and so, could help me out with this." You know what? Uh, so she wants. She wants a live. She wants an Uncle Henry show. Is what she wants. But that's going to be different every time. It's not always yeah. going to no, no, be no, about my right. dream. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, honestly, I'm just going uh, to order pizza. I, Caleb, make location? a note. Let's figure out how to do. Uh, we'll do yes! a, a live one from time to time. Yeah. And uh, we'll do call-ins. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. That, it needs to be a bulbous phone, though. I gotta be like you. Okay, you find nasal. me a bulbous phone, or oh, honey child, you have a task. Yeah, find you a phone. Find me a phone. Find me a bulbous phone. We'll do that. Um, speaking of which, yeah, the Uncle Henry's fr- uh, Friday night show is back. Yeah, yep. I knew I was wonderful. invited, but I didn't go. I, I couldn't. I didn't go either because I had all this stuff going on this weekend. Um, but I'm gonna show up on w- one of them. Um, I wasn't invited, but it's fine. I'm not heartbroken. <laughs> you were f- away. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were busy too, but you were invited. Yeah, but it's fine. You, you were away. But they had um, the Billy's Bacon guy. Ooh. I don't know who that is. There's a guy. Um, it used to be 27, 127 or. Old girl 27 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And now it's Billy's. And it's um, good. Um, he curates and makes his own bacon for the restaurant, but he sells it all over, all over the country. It's apparently, I've never had it. The grand uses oh, it. Yeah. I hear it's the best bacon on the planet. It's really good. And uh, uh, at, I remember at one time he would sing to the bacon. I don't know if he's still singing to all the bacon. But he sings to the bacon. Can you does he sing the to ones? the bacon or does he sing to the pigs before he makes bacon out of them? No, he sings to the bacon okay. after after the pigs have been turned into bacon. Okay. So apparently that makes it better. <laughs> so huh. whatever makes your bacon. Well, all right. As a bacon fan. Do you know what he's singing? I don't, but uh, Nursery rhymes? I, c- I kind of want to get him on the show. So yeah. Then we yeah. can just talk about the songs. That, yeah. could, that could be a Tuesdays with Scotty. That's a two. Yes, we're going to try to get him on. I, I might have some calling questions for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched the 1994 cult classic uh, movie called The Crow. The Crow. We did. Directed by Alex Proas, written by David J. Schwau, uh and John Shirley, based on a comic by James Abar. It stars Brandon Lee in his final role as Eric Draven. Michael Winkoff as Pop Dollar, Roche, uh, Rochelle Davis as Sarah, Ernie Hudson as Albrecht, Eileen as Micah, uh, Anna Thompson as Darla, David Patrick Kelly as T-Bird, Tony Todd as Grange, and a lot of other people. <laughs> a lot of people we've yep. seen in movies. Uh, that have been on the show or right? in the other in the catacombs, too. So um, I know we've we've had Ernie Hudson and we've had David Patrick Kelly and Tony Todd. Uh, and we, stuff. Who else uh, have we had? Um, that chick that plays uh, Darla. Have we not had her in anything? Uh, Anna Thompson. We might have. What? Well, um, Trying to think of his name. The the pawn shop owner. He's been on the show because he was in uh, Highlander. Was he? Yeah. Oh, he's one of the cops. Oh wow. Oh, okay. He's the partner. 
Very cool. So, uh, do we have some fun facts for 1994? Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on my phone this time. So sorry. I missed my notebook. Oh. I have it. I was going to write it down. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. Hold on. I have to pull it up. I have to locate it. <laughs> I have to locate She's it. like, I'm not prepared. I'm, I just don't know how to get to, like, this is the most ridiculous thing. It's difficult to find my actual web pages because I'm so used to pulling it up just by the search bar. Yeah. But I have, like, to actually find the page. Anyway, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. We're going to go through a quick history Snapchat from 1994. I can probably remember some of this because I know exactly where I was living in 94. Where were we living? Uh huh. All right. In technology, the computer zip drive was introduced. All right. That happened. There's I remember other zip drives. Here, but I don't I do like too. Mm -hmm. um, I still use them. Skip the stuff. Oh, price of Heinz ketchup for a 40 ounce is uh, $1.99. That's $1.99. So just so you know. Who needs that much ketchup? And Coca-Cola 12-pack is also $1.99. So you could get a 12-pack of Coca-Cola cans for $1.99. The world population was 5.5 trillion. I don't know what it is now, so I'm just giving you the facts that I have. It's been a long weekend. Okay. In 1994, the George Foreman Grill was released. Hell yeah! We have been grilling yeah. fat off of meat since 94. Yes, we have. Yeah. I have owned several of those. I have too, and I, I stand by it. It's a, I love a George Foreman grill. I do love a George Foreman grill. <laughs> it grills both sides pretty fast and even. I know. Yeah. It's perfect. And again, the fat drips off into the little yep. little, your little thing. Little, little tray. And you just oh, dispose man. of that. I had one, and I, made, I used to make my chicken on it. This is when I was like a child, okay? And I thought like, I didn't know how to cook. Let's just say that. Uh -huh. So all I knew was a box of Velveeta macaroni and cheese was good. That's high quality. Okay, we're talking like, what? See, when yeah. you pull out Velveeta and not see, Kraft. I don't like Velveeta. I want Kraft over Velveeta But every see, day. I grew up on Kraft, and so Velveeta was something we never had because it didn't yeah. feed six mm -hmm. kids. So right. to me, it was like, oh, we're going to make a box of that. And I made broccoli and mixed it in the, because I like broccoli mixed in my yeah. mac and cheese. Anyway, and then I took a chi uh, chicken breast and put it on there. And just cooked it. It was always dry. I never really liked it. And there's just no flavor because I literally did nothing except stick it on there. Okay? Oh, you see it because I'm a child. Anything. Let's just point that out. I'm a child. My brother Kyle to this day goes, My favorite thing I've ever eaten is when I came to your house and you made chicken <laughs> and Velveeta macaroni and cheese. And I was like, I will never make that for you again. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a piece of me that will allow that to occur ever, <laughs> ever. But I know it was on a George Foreman. And so, in my brain, I was like, it's your fault. It is not the George Foreman's I know it's fault, not, man. but it's because that's what I used it for. So I always associate it with that. So yeah. I was like, you're going to make something without flavor. I can't use you ever. I know that's not what happened. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, do you know who Miss America was in 94? Was it the one from Alabama? No. Was it Vanessa Williams? No, no. that's the 80s. It's the 80s. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. It was Kimberly Aiken. I have no idea who that is. Do you want to take a stab at who the Time Magazine's Man of the Year was? Oh, for shit. 94. 94. Brad Pitt. No. That would have been a good one, though. Um, Can I get a hit? Uh, it's the second. They are the second. Oh. They've got two lines after their name. Oh. oh. Something, something, something. The so second. Ju so, Junior. Yeah, John Junior. But they're no. Are they? Are, I don't it? know. John's in there. John's the middle name. 
Yeah. Or the middle word. I don't know if that's. Nah, I'm just gonna tell you because yeah, I'm yeah. really yeah. tired. It's Pope John Paul II. Oh, he was man. Oh, see, I'm thinking sexiest man. See where I'm going with this? <laughs> I was like, was the sexiest you know man this time. He was, was kind like, of a sexy pope. Even <laughs> I know. Why I'm sitting here. <laughs> see, I went. I was going. I don't know. My brain went to the sexiest man alive. Not just me too. Me too. I skipped going Brad Pitt. I I know. And I'm thinking when you said the second, I'm like, I don't know any actors with a second. Second. I'm like, what the hell? So sorry, friends. (laughs) All right, famous quotes. Buckle down, people, because my mama always said that life was like a box of chocolates. That's four stuff. You never know what you're gonna get. Except for now, when they put it on the box of chocolate. So you do know, yeah. Forrest, you do know. Only on certain brands. We have evolved. Those as are people. the brands I buy. Yeah, the Whitman's. Yeah, I lo- yeah the Whitman's. What's Here's your favorite Whitman's chocolate? What, out of the box? Out of the box, my favorite is, uh, I have two because I love them equally. Right. And it's the toffee and um, the uh, dark chocolate caramel. Dark chocolate truffle and the dark chocolate with almond. Ooh. Caleb? I, 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 I also like the dark uh, chocolate truffle. That's, this is delightful. Yeah. So I, I will say I'm weird. Okay. If you that, like the strawberry cream one, don't you? No. The weird cream loving one. You like one. coconut the cream? I like the orange cream one. Oh, it's a cream one. Uh, I knew it was going to be creamy. But my favorite, and I don't know anyone else on the planet who like these and to the point of like why they're in there, they're only in there to service me, uh-huh. is I like the raspberry jelly. I know Jennifer likes those. Oh, me and if, Jennifer If it's like inside a... of a dark chocolate one, I would probably yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Good, good, like that. Raspberry is good. Like, was like, it's a jelly. I'm like, oh my God, that was my favorite. Why'd you eat it? <laughs> yeah, my favorite is the toffee and the, the dark chocolate cream. I also will do the vanilla cream, but I, I really like the orange There's cream. a little nut in here, and I'm going to destroy its life. Please, we've been trying to get rid of that thing for a little bit. I don't know. I figured he would be dead by now because. All you need to do is when you get a cup of wine, drink most of it, leave a snippet at the bottom, it'll drown itself. That's true. Have any watch? I don't know because it's not fermented fruit, so I'm not sure. Okay. They're very picky little bastards. They like um the, your um they go to your eyes because they want the water in your eyes. Really? That's yeah. what they're looking for. That's exactly. They want to drink the water out of okay. your eyes. Let's play six degrees of Kevin Bacon, shall we? All right. Oh god. It is a conversational game in finding how many connections and how close they are. Between Kevin Bacon and other well-known people. Mm-hmm. That came out in 1994. I, I don't remember know how to play it. Oh, I thought we were going to play it. Uh, no, I don't know how uh, to play it. I'm sorry. I, I do. Because uh, it was in Mad About You. And my mom liked that show, so I know all the rules. Okay, go ahead. Throw it down. I don't know enough about Kevin Bacon hey, basically, to be able to play the game. Well, the, it's very simple. Basically, you have, to, you have to guess. Basically, you'll give it a movie with an actor. And then you go from there and go, okay, how many film roles until they were... Connected, connected to, to Kevin Bacon, whether it's through another actor, so say, I don't know, okay. give me an actor and I can. No, we'll, but, but I, yeah, I, I'll I'll find some of them. We'll set them up for a cult meeting. Yeah, but I think so, that's like seven degrees. Like, yeah, it's the right. same, that's it's the same, same concept. Game. It's is like same you're t- you're connected to somebody within seven. It's degrees. the same game. For, for it, yeah. Yeah. The reason why it's six degrees is because Kevin Bacon is just so prolific. That they're that, like that. It's, that, that it's like like thing. literally everybody connects to him somehow. So. uh Hold on. Speaking about pro- prolific actors, um, the Oscars uh, are tonight as we record. So they're giving away the Oscars tonight. But last night they had a um, a special ceremonies for a lot of the Oscars that they weren't showing televised, which has been a whole big controversy oh, this year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess who got a uh, Lifetime Achievement Oscar last night? Who? Um, he's a bad motherfucker. Oh, really? Oh. Samuel L. Jackson That's awesome. has 
at Oscar. That's fantastic. And I'm like, about damn time. <laughs> and they didn't do that one tonight? Why didn't they do yep. that live? They, because none, none of the they're, they're, they're trying to they they're trying to shorten the the runtime, but it's also very controversial on which things they picked. Yeah, because they got rid of all the behind the scenes stuff, pretty much. Yeah, like so, anything, sound, editing, they, all of that. Yeah, editing, which is the, oh, so they don't get like any no, they get an award. They, they still get the award. It's just not in the show. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's like you get an award. You were there. We appreciate you. You have to leave now. You can't be in this room because they're trying. They're trying to get more people to stick around and watch. And one of the biggest complaints is how long the show is. Oh, I. That's not my complaint personally. My complaint is. My Some complaint of the is how pretentious, yeah. say, is how pretentious so it is. More pretentious because it's just focused right. on vanity. I've never, but, I, but I don't course, enjoy the Oscars. But of so. course it's pretentious. Yeah, of course it is. No, no, no. That, that's I'm, the most pretentious yeah. decision that they could make because that's who the Academy is. And, uh, but that's how the Academy has always been yeah. since its inception. And it's why people are trying to get more diversity in the voting side of it. But. Well, I mean, that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, the Oscars are not real. No, they're just a no, marketing not, ploy. Yeah. And so, which I love. Trust me, I will. I, I will be watching them tonight. I watch them every year. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. How pretentious and all about it. <laughs> Such a hypocrite. All right, sorry. I want to shout out Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he deserves it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, REM's nineteen ninety four song "What's the Frequency, Kenneth." slows down towards the end because bassist Mike Mills had an appendicitis attack and had to be rushed to the hospital. They chose to keep it. Oh, wow. Mm. Life made that decision. Sometimes life dictates life. Okay, it's crazy. Where does the phrase, what the frequency Kenneth come from? Oh, I have no idea. I'm, I don't even know if I know that song. It's off their um, album Monster. The, do you think that helped me, Scotty? No, I'm just saying <laughs> <where it's from. laughs> Good song. Oh, uh, uh what the frequency Kenneth is a, something that Dan Ratham rather said on the news when he didn't know he was being filmed. Like it was like toward the end or the beginning of the broadcast. And then, and so he's talking about to his director about something and he goes, well, what's the frequency Kenneth? And it uh -huh. got picked up and it became a thing. So it became, it became <laughs> like a meme those, before it was I a meme. Yeah. And so they just put it's it It's like one of those modern where an anchor man gets in trouble because the, they're still filming. Right. I see. And, and then, and then, fact. real quick about Monster, um, my favorite song on there is called Star Sixty Nine. Kids don't know even know what that is anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I remember Star Sixty Nine. I remember Star Sixty Nine. Yep. You can. And still... The chorus is "I know who called. I know yeah. who called. Yeah. Star Sixty Nine. Star Sixty Nine. And now I'm like, you, they don't know what that is. You can mm -hmm. still, you can still do that. Although I, I always grew up with the Star Six Seven, which is the same. Okay. I know you could still do it because I don't use a landline phone. I have, you know, yeah. people call you to I've, see their name. I don't. Yeah, I've never. Well, you it. can do it on a. You can do it on a cell phone. Okay. I do um, but you have you, Caleb, anyway. have you done it? Have you, you can block your but number, you have, though. Yeah. You well, yeah, you can also actively block your number through the settings. But before I learned about that when I was younger, star six, seven or star six, nine. That's huh. the same trick. We learn something every day. I know. Millennials. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, so Michael Crichton. Yes. Right, yep. Oh my gosh, guys. The screenwriter of Jurassic Park had a novel disclosure and a television show, ER, mm -hmm. yeah. reach US number one at the same time the film did in nineteen ninety four. He's the only person to achieve these hits simultane simultaneously. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Wait way to go, Michael oh, Crichton. Well, well done, Michael. I need to read your other stuff. Green Day. 
I said that really weird. Green Day <laughs> joined the lineups of both the Lollapalooza Festival and Woodstock 94, where the group started an infamous mud fight. During the concert, a security guard mistook bassist Mike Durnt yeah, for a stage invading fan and punched out some of his teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, oh, that's embarrassing. I remember where I was watching Woodstock 94 on MTV. Yeah. I was in Josh's bedroom with my our, our me, Josh, and Steven. And we had hooked up his dad's, Josh's dad's had old stereo stereo speakers that he replaced. And so we got the he got Josh got the old ones. And we we manhandled them and plugged them into the TV and wired them to the TV so we could have Terrible stereo sound. <laughs> like, this is so cool. We were, we were so badass. We were, so, um, we watched the whole concert there. I remember that. Oh, Green Day was great. I did nice not place. watch the concert. I was in full blown mom mode, like in those years. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I mean, you were a cool mom, right? I was, I was, <laughs> but Parrish was like preschool and Jack was not born yet. So, you know, I was working a lot, <laughs> gotcha. living in Japan. Whole nother world in Japan. I was five. I was going to school for the first time in my life. But I wasn't peeing on myself anymore that I know of. <laughs> I haven't heard otherwise. Important steps. <laughs> All right. Earthworm Jim was created as a result of the success of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The game was created as a satire of platform video games at the time. For instance, Princess What's-Her-Name was a parody of how so many video games had thrown away female characters to be saved. Nice. Had to throw away Stuff yeah. like Mario Brothers. It's Mario and Princess What's-Her-Name, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Earthworm Jim is a classic. Is uh, classic. I, honestly, at this point, it is a stereotype of the platformers, though, like nowadays. I didn't know Earthworm Jim was a video game, so mm -hmm. there you go. There was. Everyone. Until 1994, the Winter and Summer Olympics took place on the same year. Yep. yep. Well, that's a thing. Um, it's a little movie trivia. I try, I try not to throw these in there, but uh, Adam West, Clint Eastwood, and Burt Reynolds were all offered the role of James Bond, but turned it down. Liam Neeson turned down the role in 94 because he didn't want to be in action movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Liam. All right. I just watched him in Leap of Faith, which I guess is 92 the other day. Uh -huh. And um, plays a small town sheriff in that. Yeah. And his American accent has never been great and <laughs> definitely wasn't great in 92. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what part of small town America that Scottish man is from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Oxford English Dictionary cites the Beastie Boys as being responsible for coining the term mullet in 1994 to refer to the popular's 1980s hairstyle. There you go. Well, that's a fun fact. Ape drapes. Crayola released scented crayons but had to retire the food-scented ones after a year because parents complained that they smelled good enough to eat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have to get rid of those because Tide Pods are next. <laughs> Howard Stern talked a caller out of jumping off the George Washington Bridge live on the radio in 94. Yep. Yep. This one I remember. I don't remember if I remember the situation or people talking about it later because I was five. Stella Liebeck, I think, sued McDonald's after spilling hot yeah. coffee in her lap, yep. leaving her with third degree burns. She initially sued for 20000 to cover her medical and living expenses, but the jury ultimately awarded her 160000 plus an extra 
640000 for punitive damages. After they saw the... Uh, Burn the burn, yeah. It was bad, third degree yeah, burn from hot cop. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, why like, would you put it on your lap? It's like, no, listen, shut up. Also, why are you having why are you creating coffee that will create third degree yeah. burns? I mean, coffee's hot, but like, not that hot, Jesus. Probably not. I always order, like, if I go to Starbucks, I'll order mine extra hot because I want mine that hot. Yeah, I can't, I don't like lukewarm coffee, I don't like cold, you know, unless I'm ordering a, an iced coffee, I want my coffee to be hot and I will drink it that hot I don't know like I want it to be hot when I get it but then I need it to like I start sipping on it until it gets to just the perfect temperature and yeah. then I need to drink it and or I have to wait till it's cold but then McDonald's make it yeah. like cold coffee but yeah then, but then McDonald's make, created the ultimate smear campaign to where people got mad at her for years they until, did they, they didn't did. did. there's an interesting documentary about it all right. In 1994, Quentin Tarantino's 64 Chevy Malibu was stolen from the set of Pulp Fiction. It was recovered in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, poor QT. Poor QT. How much do you think the cost of a Super Bowl ad was in 1994? Uh, you first. <sighs> Four million. I'm gonna say about three hundred fifty thousand. Tree fifty. Tree fifty. Uh, nine fifty. It was nine hundred thousand. Oh, look at that! Uh, I went way high. I don't know why. Because you're tired. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> numbers have no meaning. Yeah, they don't. I just picked one. So as a fun history type scandal. A 75-pound bag of cocaine fell out of a plane and landed in the middle of a Florida crime watch meeting. <laughs> Only in Florida. Yep. I'd be like, and all right, so we're going to be crime watching. And out. there it is. We've, we've watched Who is the this? We've Who watched did the crime. This? That's hilarious. And also, what does that never happen to me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Occasionally washes up on the beaches down here every now and then. I need to go to the beach more often. So, <laughs> all right. Well, there's a lot of stuff in here. I honestly didn't read this far. So, okay. Um, I think I think you got plenty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's finish up with. Oh, oh, hang on. There's the biggest oh. television shows. Do oh, you want to yeah. do that or no? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm just going to read it real quick before you do the big television show. Um, the, the Olympics thing reminded me. This also is the year of uh, Nancy Kerrigan and Tony oh, yeah. Harding. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cry yeah, like Nancy Kerrigan. That's, that's, that's her. Oh, I just saw that. I just didn't feel like reading it. That's Tanya her. Harding, the antagonist, and Nancy Kerrigan, the protagonist. Ice skating rivalry resulted in some friends of Tanya, including her husband Jeff and associates Sean and Shane, attempting to bust Nancy's kneecaps at yep. the U.S. figure skating. Yeah. No. You didn't know that? Man. She had to withdraw, Dick came but did out well with for a club. endorsements yeah. and winning the silver medal. There's, they tried to bust out her kneecaps? Right. What the there's fuck? A, there's a great movie. Yeah, but there's a great movie. Is it the Tanya Harding movie? Yeah, I Tanya. Yes, yeah. I Tanya. So there's, but Marco like, Hobie plays her, right? Right, yeah, Marco Mar Mar yeah. plays her. But there's a... <gasps> and um, Heather Lankencap play, plays... Um, Nancy Kerrigan yeah. in the, the TV movie back in the 90s. Right. So some Nancy from <laughs> right, the right. Anyway, no, there's actual footage of uh, after the attack is and poor poor Nancy is like holding her knee and crying and just screaming. Why? She, Why? Was, she was gonna win the gold. She was gonna win the gold. No yeah. joke. She, she was, was, gonna, she was yeah. going to win the gold. And they took her knees out. They took her knees out. 
for figure skating. Yeah. For figure yeah. skating. Somebody has mob connections. And they're on the that, same that, team. Yeah, that's a mob But box. look, look, they're on the same team. Yeah, they're both, and they're, yeah. both, they're both and they're both good Olympic athletes, but Nancy was just better. Yeah. So was Tanya involved in it at all? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or did yeah, they yeah. just do it behind her back? Like they? No, like, no. She was one hundred percent involved in that. Tanya, Tanya. Allegedly. Tanya. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, so here's the thing. Not Tanya. Um, Tanya Harding um, was your not your typical figure skater. She's she's trailer trash. Not to be. I mean. She's well, trash. She's involved with some trash. Poor, poor white trash that her, happened to be able to skate, and she had a, a good trainer, and they brought her up, and you know, but she was still, she just was always trashy, and um. And to be fair, the figure skating yeah, were so. treated her that way too. Yeah, the, they did. So they treated had, her like white she, trash. Right. So she always had. She a, was always subpar. Right. When she always well, and she's she's a she was a great skater. She mm. just you know she had this. Um, she was chip on unrefined. Her she was right. uh, yeah unrefined. She wore she was tack you know had tacky hair. They ta you know they made fun of her hair. They made fun of the way you know her costumes and you know that kind of stuff. That's so, so I want to watch it. And so she, the she, movie. she knocked but she took out her frustration on her, on her teammate. That's <laughs> not okay. Uh, but uh, so, uh, but so I th that happens at the end of '93 during the tri trials. She, re Nancy, recovers and skates uh, in the Olympics. She wins silver. Right. Mm -hmm. So she didn't win gold, yeah, but she, she won, won silver. silver. Uh, Oksana Bayul won, wins gold from Russia. I guess she's. I guess from the Ukraine now. I think. I think. I don't know. She's Russian or Ukrainian. She's really good though too. Roxana Bayul is great. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, and then uh, Roxana Roxana got into a DUI accident about a year later. Yeah. That's what. So. Poor Nancy. I just want to hold her. Yeah, she is Ukrainian now. Ukrainian, Ukrainian, yeah. Ukrainian. This is also the year that Kurt Cobain died. It sure yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jeffy Jeffrey Dahmer, oh, and yeah. Richard Nixon. There you go. Anyway, Dahmer um, died that year or captured that year? Which one? Dahmer. He says prison death. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. He was captured in. Died. I definitely. Yeah, he died in November twenty eighth of ninety four. <laughs> I mean, like right there at the end. I thought it was a little later, but no, no. The, and he got he got got in prison. Like he got mm, got. So yeah, there very long. They um, Yeah, he was captured in ninety one. Okay. Okay. They he should... got yeah in prison. They they murdered him in prison. Like like inmates killed him. Yes. Yeah, by Dahmer. Well, well, he did eat people. Yeah, he yeah. ate people. Well, they got it. They had to kill him before he ate. He them. ate people and also sexual assault. Right. So. No, he's a, he's a he's a bad well, mofo. Well, trust me, I get where I'm, I'm not. You know, sexual assault terrible. Again, he ate people. But in, <laughs> but, in, but also like in prison, sexual assault's a higher like thing that they don't like. Right. They're like don't like you raping folks. Eating but yeah, eating folks is cool. <laughs> Just don't eat me. Right. The terrible thing about that, so the there there's one of his victims escapes and is caught by the police and then taken back to Dahmer because they thought it was a gay lover spat. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, so he, you know. And then so he ate him. <laughs> Gosh, yep. that would be so upsetting. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna read them. Yep. Sure. Okay. Uh number one. I kind of want to play the no, that's actually number two. <laughs> it's also an NBC show though. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Mm. Number three. This dude reminds me of my father. Is it married with children? No. That's not on here. Which is a shame because it's a good show. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Oh. <laughs> oh, home no. improvement. Oh, home improvement. Home improvement. Yeah. I just want to be the guy. It's like, howdy, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wilson. Yes. 
Uh, Grace Under Fire. Hi. Monday is number four. Monday Night Football. Yep. 60 minutes mm-hmm. feels like 60 minutes is always on there. It's, yeah, Next it's, time we play, a, just say 60 minutes. Yeah. You're going to get it right. Say 60 minutes or Monday Night Football, football and you'll be. Yeah. You get two of the five always. <laughs> you got NYPD Blue. Yep. Murder She Wrote. Friends and Roseanne. Yeah, that yep. sounds like a 90s lineup. <laughs> yep. It sounds like a 90s lineup. <laughs> and now to so wrap it's, uh, up. It's Nick at Night, so there you go. We're in a new season. I wasn't here for the... Did, is this a, this is this the first movie of the season? Second. 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 I thought I missed one, right? No. Was I here for that one? Yeah. Xanadu. Xanadu. You ran it. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, my gosh. This is but this is my season. first time doing fun facts for the season. So instead of... And you didn't do the most popular board game, but it's fine. We're doing the most popular video game of the year. Okay. Okay. Does anybody want to guess what the most popular video game was from 1994? I'm looking at them mainly because I love you. You're not going to know this. Uh-huh. It's along the lines of the games that we love. You might know it. I'm not going to just like you might know it. 94. Um, Super Mario World. No. I'm trying to think if Spyro was out yet. Well, okay. Do you know? Do you know what system is on? Uh, yes, SNES. Oh, okay. Was it? Because um, I had it. Was it um, Diablo? Mm-mm. No. How about Final Fantasy? She she didn't have no. Final Fantasy. So um, I found Final Fantasy. I played. This back was in one the day. of my favorite games. Mario Paint. Okay, first of all, I never played that game. It looks stupid. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> I want to paint. Was I want to go hit some mushrooms. Was it Mario Kart? No, it's not a Mario. Okay. Oh, really? It's not a Mario. Oh, uh, is it a Zelda game? No, but I we're we're right there into my wheelhouse, people. What's yep. next? What's next? Oh, don't slip on it. The Kirby. I don't know what. The... I find this game very appealing. See, I know, I know you like Mario appealing. and Zelda, but I don't. Oh, know it's got the a, third one. it's got bananas and a and a gorilla in it. Donkey Kong Country. She got it. Hey. Well done. Thank you. Donkey nice. Kong Country was the game of 1994. Never played it. Me either. I played the Game Boy Donkey Kong games. So much. It was that Zelda, A Link to the Past, Mm -hmm. and Super Mario World. Okay. Those are my jam. That's what I played as a kid. Boom. Aren't they on the SNES classic? Some of them are. Nice. Yeah, I can All those were on SNES. Yeah, no, but I have the the SNES classic in the the, the, the system. (gasps) There's the the NES classic right there. Do you want to play? Well, not right now. Do we play right now? Yeah. We're done. We still have the rest of your day. There was a yet. movie. Was a it's movie. fine. <laughs> you know, we got to hang around for a little bit. We got some scotch. I do not see Donkey Kong on it. Oh, well. I'm sorry. I'm done. That was it. That, that was, was it? my last thing. Yep. All right, brothers and sisters, gather around. On October 30th, Devil's Night in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Albrecht is at the scene of a crime where Shelley Webster has been beaten and raped. Her fiance, musician Eric Draven, lies dead on the street after being stabbed, shot, and thrown out a window. <laughs> the couple have been planning on getting married the following day on Halloween. Who gets married on Halloween? A lot of people. A lot of people. Lot of people, people yeah. do. I almost looked it up. Uh, uh, I wonder. Um, hey, Caleb, find out like how many. We ever see like. I know, I know Valentine's Day is, is up there if, where Halloween kind of ranks on. Okay. See if there's if there's a rank. So like most popular, popular holidays. Yeah. No, right, most right. popular wedding dates. Oh, that's more. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, as he leaves for the hospital with Shelly, Albert meets a young girl, Sarah, who says that they're, that's their friends and they they take care of her. 
And Albrecht reluctantly tells her that Shelly is going to die <laughs> one year later. A crow taps on Eric gra Eric's gravestone. Eric awakens and climbs out of his grave. Meanwhile, the street gang who perpetrated the deaths of Eric and Shelly, headed by T-Bird, is setting fires in the city. Upon returning to his old, now derelict apartment, Eric experiences flashback flashbacks of T-Bird and his gang, Tintin, Fun Boys, and Skank, committing um, the murder. Eric soon discovers that any wounds he receives heals immediately. Guided by a crow, he is set out to avenge his and Shelly's murder by killing the perpetrators. The crow helps uh, Eric locate Tintin. Eric kills him by stabbing him in every major bodily organ in alphabetical order. There you go. <laughs> Which, how do they figure that out? Like, because it. I think that was a joke, but you never know. Yeah. And takes his coat before going. He does look sweet in the coat. He does look good. <laughs> he takes his coat before going to the pawn shop where Tintin pawned Shelly's engagement ring, forcing the owner, Gideon, to return it. He then blows up the shop with gasoline, sparing Gideon so he can warn the others. He's like, do you smell that? <laughs> he was literally pouring it right in front of his face. <laughs> like he was doing it as they were talking. Right. After Come finding Fun Boy with Sarah's drug-addicted mother, Darla, and killing him by making him overdose on his own morphine stash, Eric confronts Darla, squeezing the morphine from her veins, making her realize that Sarah needs to needs her to be a good mom. In the meantime, Top Dollar, the crime boss, who controls all the street gangs in the city, and uh, his lover-slash-half-sister, Micah, have become aware of Eric's action through various reports from witnesses. Eric visits Albert, explaining uh, who he is and why he's here. Albert tells him that he knows about Shelly's death and that he watched her suffer for 30 hours before dying. Eric touches Albert and uh, feels the pain uh, Shelly felt during those hours. Upon leaving Albert's apartment, he sh saves Sarah from getting run over by a car on the way home. He hides his face and disappears, uh, giving her a clue to his identity before disappearing. Hello. You can't rain forever. Is that what it was? Yeah, you yep. can't rain forever. Can't rain forever. But can't rain all the time. Can't rain all the time because yeah. that was one of his songs. That's one yeah. of the songs. I knew it was one of those. T-Bird and Skank stop at a convenience store to pick uh, to pick up supplies, and Eric arrives and kidnaps T-Bird. Skank follows the pair and witnesses Eric kill, killed T-Bird by forcing his car into the river and also blowing it up. <laughs> yeah. He escapes and goes to Top Dollar. The next morning, Sarah and her mother began repairing their strained relationship, and Sarah goes to Eric's apartment to tell him that she misses him and Shelly. Eric assures her that he, though, although they can't be friends anymore, he still cares about her. After uh, Grange, Top Dollar's right-hand man, checks the gravesite of Eric's, finding it open and empty, Top Dollar holds a meeting with his associates where they discuss the new plans for Devil's Night's criminals' activities. Eric arrives looking for Skank, and a gunfire, uh, gunfight ensues. With nearly everyone present being killed, including Skank, Top Dollar, Micah, and Grange escape with... Uh, and Micah hypnotize, um, hypothesizes that by killing the crow, his guide, Eric will no longer be immortal. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. She knows that because she's Asian. Because <laughs> they eat eyes. She can see the future. Eric, have uh, having finished his quest, uh, returns to his grave. Sarah bids him farewell and gives uh, her Shelly's engagement ring. As Sarah walks home, Grange abducts her and takes her to the church where Top Dollar and Micah are waiting. Through, uh, through the crow, Eric realizes what is happening and is go goes to rescue her. Uh, Grange shoots the crow after it flies into the church, snapping Eric out of his immortality. Micah grabs the wounded crow, intending to take its mystical power. Albrecht arrives, waiting to pay his respects to Eric just after Eric is shot and wounded. 
Top dollar grabs Sarah, climbs the bell tower as, as a fight ensues, and Albert kills Grange. The crow escapes Micah's grip, clawing out her eyes and sending her down the bell tower to her death. <laughs> Which was kind of a cool scene. It was. Uh, kind of a cool scene. <laughs> when Albert is, uh, Albert is wounded, Eric climbs to the roof of the church on his own. Their top dollar admits ultimately responsible for Eric and Sally's death. In their fight, Eric gives Top Dollar the 30 hours of pain he absorbed from Albrecht. Then uh, the sensation sends Top Dollar over the roof uh, of the church to his own death. Sarah, Sarah accompanies Albrecht to the hospital, and Eric is reunited with Shelley at their graves. The crow carrying Shelley's engagement ring in its, um, in its beak later lands on Eric's grave and drops the ring into Sarah's hand before flying off over the city and into the night. While Sarah monologues, affirms that while people die, love lasts forever credits hmm. so you had thoughts who has thoughts first i know this is one of your favorite films it is um i thoroughly enjoyed it uh i've not seen it in about 15 years and it for me it held up so but i'll let you guys talk first i just talked a lot <laughs> uh, as far as uh wedding dates as of last year october ain't even on the list Oh really? Of top ten, yeah. That's really surprising because yeah. October. It's all, it's popular. all, it's all, it's all around summer. So yeah, maybe we just it's have like weird July. It's like July, maybe we just have weird May to August is what. It, yeah. So not as many people we think. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. I wonder if that would change if you looked in the south, because like that would make sense for weddings like where it gets cold in the winter. Because it's not as easy to do. Well, all in this when it's cold. in this state, you can't have a a. a wedding in uh the fall until football season's over it's true people will yeah. get upset like you like or you have to have the alabama game on during the wedding because <laughs> they're not going to i mean seriously i've seen people get upset about it no joke when i married my first husband we had a december wedding and um apparently there was some sort of football playoff game the date we chose of course we chose the date Prior, yeah. Prior, you know, to whatever. Yeah. But um, my ex-husband's asshole stepfather literally during the ceremony was listening uh. to the game <laughs> during the ceremony. That would have been a sign. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a stepfather, so, you know, but it was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> rude. Rude. Uh. Apparently, even on a holiday list, it doesn't make top ten. Number one is Labor Day, and then really, yeah, and then and then surprisingly, really enough, and then Valentine's is number nine. Christmas is last. Out yeah, of the top Christmas ten weddings gotta suck. Yeah, no one wants to go to a wedding on Christmas. <laughs> no, ours was December fifth. Right. Yeah, Columbus Day is second. It's, huh. it's the weekend that people have long weekends. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that makes, makes sense because it's it's Labor Day, Columbus Day, Memorial Day. Fourth of July. Yeah, makes sense. Veterans Day, New yeah, Year's. Long weekends. Thanksgiving, Martin Luther King, wow. Valentine's, and then Christmas. Well, all right. Yeah. Of it every day. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. who wants to start? Um, we'll yeah. let Justina because she had so many thoughts. I'm going to rave about how great okay. this movie is. So, we, yeah, we need yeah, to. Yeah, I, I want to hear her yeah. thoughts. I, I kind of am too. So. Um, I did enjoy it. But it wasn't miserable. So let me <laughs> let me elaborate a little bit. I think the acting was poor. Like the the lines felt delivered, and it didn't feel like it was in the moment. Like everything felt delivered. So it didn't. I, Sarah was probably the best to me. Oh, no 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 no. Black cop. He was great. Sorry, oh, Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic. You know, he's one of the Ghostbusters. He's yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. So the two of them, 
I think I and they were in it a lot, so yeah, as they yeah. should be. I think they were fantastic. The rest of them just felt forced. Uh, crazy guy was okay. I don't know. I it just felt of, really cheesy. There were several of Brandon Lee's lines that Brandon were ad libbed. I mean, I don't know. His just all seemed like it was awkward. Like well, every line he delivered felt awkward. He he was awkward well, because I mean, he's be came back from the dead. He's he's dead and kind of crazy. I I think I think um I Ernie Hudson and um girl played sarah i oh, think yeah. they have the best camera they did yeah they do yeah they did because i buy her as a smart, street rat. smart yeah. yeah a little bit smart she, i buy her, her the street rat so she's so um is she really just do much after like really Davis. good yeah, she just started but the last couple of years have gotten back in the scene a little bit so yeah uh rochelle davis yeah to me she it, really it wasn't that and his name is brandon correct yeah, yeah. it's not Brandon that he was a bad actor it just felt like you know when you tell a joke and it doesn't land because you don't deliver it right like it felt like all of his lines were like that. And it may have been just the time that the movie was made or the, the mm. style of the movie. It made sense. But watching it, it was like, oh, you didn't sell it, buddy. Like that's how it felt watching it to me because I had not seen it before. That was my interpretation. And then like there, there's there's scenes that were really good. I really enjoyed the scene where the crow ate out the eyes. I think like overall the story was great. It mm. felt very dark. Like all I could think about was Batman because it <laughs> felt like that everything was on fire. Like, if I had to imagine a city for Gotham City, it's like watching it, it was like, this is when you would need a Batman. Like, there's crime <laughs> everywhere. Right. right. Every, they're, they're literally like, set the city on fire. And the, the cops like, guys, come on. Like, well, let's go. Because they're so used to it. They just felt like that kind of environment where it was just like crime city. Yeah. Um, But I think watching it, having had not seen it before, and there's no easy way to say it without it sounding terrible but i think the fact that he died on the set of it made that movie much more than it would have been because it was just it was so interesting to me in that context that like this movie is literally about someone dying and then coming back and mm -hmm. this actor genuinely dies while making this movie and it it makes so much sense in the movie and the way that they were able to continue it because they got yeah. so much of it already yeah like it was just fascinating to me in that aspect yeah. and i think it gave it a deeper depth to the story because it was mm -hmm. like he lived it. Not that I recommend anybody go out there and commit that hard to their film. Because it's obviously <laughs> yeah. not intended. Like, so there's right. no easy way to say it. But I think that that gave it a really true like cult type of depth to it. Which it, is cool. I mean I could, I could see that. During that time. Brendan Lee was like really an up and coming mm -hmm. actor. And he would have. I think he would have had a really long successful career had he had he not died and there there would have been better sequels than the crappy sequels <laughs> there are sequels there yeah are sequels. So there's, there's, there are there, there are four, four. crow movies totally. is and it always a, a crow show. that just wakes somebody up yeah they, they change crows every time there's, yeah there's always a new crow a new crow, crow. was well, like you know um jason momoa they they had toyed with him mm -hmm. oh i remember Dude, that yeah, yeah. We, they had that thing we watched yeah we right talked about yeah. That right season. and um so i you know i just it's hard. It was it. I will say that his death throughout the whole movie, watching it this time, was was always in the back of my mind. You know, watching it and just saying, "Man, what a complete shame!" You know, because mm -hmm. he was he was beautiful. Um, I thought he was a great actor. He was, of course, you know, like his father. He'd done martial arts since he could walk. Um, you know, he lost forty pounds for this movie, mm -hmm. really? and he didn't really. He wasn't 
a big guy to begin with. Yeah, he was already but, pretty you know, lean. Yeah, he was pretty lean because he's a martial artist, but he was a little bit more more muscular, bulkier, mm -hmm. and he lost 40 pounds for this movie because he's not, you know, was supposed to be that gaunt kind of yeah. Yeah. whatever. But he, just dedicated dedicated guy and what what i think is interesting is like he was warned by people on set that you know they were afraid that he was gonna die because his dad did making a movie yeah yep. and it was like a a curse don't oh, don't oh, die on my oh, film after we get talking after libations when i get into the, the yeah there's, yeah, there's a whole section about how this movie's cursed <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, you, you I'm told assuming that we'll... after you made me watch it scotty I oh, no, no. my life. <laughs> I assume we're going to talk about that, and we're going to also talk about the uh, the rumor of his death in the film. The rumor of his death. Well, because people, there's speculation of whether the scene is there or not. It's not. It's not. The answer is it's not. It's not <laughs> yeah. there. I, so that's why I didn't put the rumor in there because it's not. It is not in there. Yeah. No. A lot. I mean, you for a long tell... time, for a long time, it was rumored though. Like for that was that they the, left it. That was part of the cult status. Was that people watched it to see if it was there? Yeah. The lobby were like because you know we're terrible. People. Oh, that is interesting because I just assumed it was, and I tried nope. to figure out which one it was. No, they they so as part of the I, since I guess we're not going to go into it. I can talk about it. Sure. Right? Yeah. So so the family. Uh, there was a lawsuit, of course, and an investigation. They turned over the footage of what happened for the investigation because you have to. Right. Um, and then after the investigation, it was burnt, that footage. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Uh, as part of the lawsuit, they had to get rid of it. And um, instead, what they did, because the scene is the beginning. It's when it's it's part of the it was the when he dies in the flashbacks. And they actually rewrote so the script. Literally the very beginning. They rewrote the script too. Exactly. But but they, you know, filmed backwards. Yeah. yeah. So it was toward they had already filmed, obviously. Most of the, the, majority of the movie. They filmed most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, actually there, there's actually yeah. a cut there's a cut character because they rewrote the script. Uh which they had already filmed that those scenes with that character too. Um and so they redid it and it, it was a gunshot that killed him, but it, they changed it to a knife. And they reshot it with his body double and CGI'd his face onto well, the body the, double. And, and the fun facts, it originally was a stab, was a, a, a knife that killed him. And then on set last minute, they changed it to a gun. Yeah. And that's, and, and I mean, yeah, and the right, and part of it was they had the wrong guy on set handling the gun. And the and same situation. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like a real bullet, but it was the fake bullet had the, the right. Yeah. They forgot, they forgot to take it out. And so that's what killed him. Um, I heard that the guy that actually shot the the gun mm -hmm. actually stepped back for a while. Oh yeah, yeah for a long time and had a really really hard time yeah, with it. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, had nightmares until the until he died. Yeah, he just recently died a few years back. He said it. Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. that's devastated him to be in that position. Which I don't know how long we want to talk about this, but it's like that kind of ties into the whole Alec Baldwin. Yeah, thing it's going a very right similar now. situation. Where it's, you know, it's the same situation where it's like, who's to blame in that situation? I mean, granted, we're a little bit further from 1994. So right. it should be a little bit, especially because somebody has died in that context. Right. Like, but the, the safety of it should be a little bit more strict. The thing is, is you have prop people that are supposed to, you know, you sh you should have prop people and safety people on set that are supposed to check those th those guys. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get into to all to that. all of that yeah. la later. However, the, but but on that lines, ultimately this is down to um, the producers of the film um, because they did enough things to cut corners and save money. Yep. 
and including fil- the why they, they filmed it in um, North Carolina. And the reason why they filmed it in North Carolina was it was a right to work state, so they could fire and hire anybody as they, yep. as needed. And so they did a lot yeah. of that. There's a lot. It's yeah, and, and lots of shady stuff yeah, in this, yeah, this movie. A lot of the issue was the the pro the um the weapons master was off that day. Are we talking about Alec or are we talking about the, the crow? For, Brand- for Brandon? The crow. The, the crow. We're talking about this one. Yeah. yeah. The crow. Okay. So, so for, for Brandon, so, but, the, death, but again, the, pro- the weapon but, master but again, was off that day. Similar situation yeah. where, it's, where it's producers trying to cut. cut That's corners. how I was like, yeah. which one are we talking about? Yeah, uh, both talking about. similar situation. History repeats itself. Anyway. But, um, I, I love <laughs> this movie. I love the way it looks. The director. Uh, who made this Alex Poyas uh, went off and did Dark City, which also is got this kind of. Is that a Batman movie? No, but it looks <laughs> like a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind it's of. That, it's it's a weird. It's a it's, it's on, a near. It's on those short Ooh, list. Dark yeah. Knight. That's the Dark yeah. Batman one. Right. Okay. Yeah. He also but, um, did uh, iRobot. He did iRobot, which is a lot brighter. Mm-hmm. It is a lot brighter. I love iRobot. He's a good director. Yeah. I really like his I, stuff. I like. So I I really love those AI movies, they really, you know, anything that has like the, the, the asthma feel to it. Mm-hmm. That's right up my alley. Love it. Really? Good to know. Favorite scenes in this movie. I like, um, one of my favorite scenes is when, um, like when he's going to the house in the very beginning and he's becoming the crow and he does the makeup and, you know, as, as a theater person that really resonated with me, you know, cause he, he was an entertainer. And so the whole, the whole act of becoming the crow, um, I, I really enjoyed, um, I liked, let's see. There's so many. I mean, I, I just, liked, I liked any of the interactions with Sarah and Albright. Yeah, I like love, all those interactions. Such good chemistry. I like the honestly, I thought Brandon Lee was kind of hilarious. Like he was very humorous in the role. Yeah, yeah I like, thought he was. He brought some humor. I forgot how humorous this film was to a degree. Yeah, so, I like that. Onions a- on a hot dog? No, onions make you fart. <laughs> yeah. Big That's cool. That's my favorite part. It's every time they're in the at the food truck. Yeah. Like yeah. anytime that the food truck, I was like, that was my favorite part. Right. I liked all. I mean, there's just so much. I mean, I I, uh, I just love two, the movie. Three things. Three three things stand out for me. Uh, in the opening, when the stunt guy does, um, when he when 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 um, Eric is becoming the crow mm-hmm. and he jumps out the window and swings on the window, right, and swings back and then the, right. that, that just I love that that action boat that very comic booky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is based on a comic book, so it's yeah. like it's a very comic book. It's gonna movie. be. Yeah. You mean what? the action hero landing? Yeah, it looks. So, I was just like, hell yeah! I was just yeah. like, I love that. I love it. I love how uh, they kill T Bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the car, and he puts like the phosphorus grenade in his crotch. God, that's <laughs> awesome! I'm just like, that's that's oh, that's terrible. Although Fun Boy is Fun Boy is my favorite kill of the of the film like i like the fun boy one and that's, that's the, the one that, that looks like he was on like the that's, the morphine, that's the morphine one yeah. of all of oh yeah i know i like that whole scene too i i like the the scene with the mother yeah. afterwards yeah. you know yeah and, uh, her reconnecting to her daughter yeah uh, and uh, and then i like at the end where uh top dog is confronting eric and he's like i got an impression for you call, call, boom i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> damn that this is like Oh, also, also, personal note. Okay. So there's a scene where Top Dog has got all his like minions, and they're like, right. "This is what we're gonna do for, for yeah. Devil's Night. This is our Devil's Night plan, or right. whatever." And 
It's like, isn't it the same thing I read? <laughs> right. right. Then the crow <laughs> what are we going to do tonight, the Brain? Like, hey, guys, um, continue your evil meaning. I just want to kill that guy. Right. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Top Dog's like, no, you can't have him. Mm -hmm. Hey, right. guys, kill, kill this dude. And so he stands up, and he just takes a million gunshots <laughs> and then falls dead. And then he goes under the table. The crow goes under the table, and then he starts grabbing bad guys under the table. Okay, if I'm one of the bad guys, I'm out. This is when I quit. <laughs> I'm gonna look to top dollar and I'm be like, all right, look, look. This is magic. And, <laughs> and I'm and, not doing it. Right. Magic's not in my contract. Nope. I'll I'll I fight can't kill magic. I'll, right. I we shot him. He died. Magic. Right. This is some ghost shit. I'm no duke in my I'm contract. Out. I'm out. So you guys have a good day. I hope you get your skank man, whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go trick or treat with my kids. That's what I'm yeah. going to go do. I should go be a good father right now. Right. I gotta, I, Get, Gideon, all, the, the pawn shop owner also should have gave up way sooner. <laughs> you like, think? Like what, what stakes did he have to go to top dollar and be like, Hey, I need you to fix this problem for me. Like, no, well, I mean, I, you know, typically that's how that should work. I'm assuming that Gideon's paying, Top dollar protection money, yeah. and so they blow up my pawn shop. Go, hey, I right. paid you all this money. Yeah, this is the thing I'm paying top dollar because top dollar mentions he asks everybody, hey, who who did that? Because that wasn't on the list of our hits for right. what right. we are allowed to blow up on Devil's Night. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm out. I'm just like, yeah. mm, not a good John Polito John Polito just needs to stay away from immortal beings because <laughs> Highlander, <laughs> the Crow, it doesn't work out. <laughs> that work out for him. Uh, you have a libation. I for do have a libation. So, um, let me get it all out. Fire it up! Fire it up! Fire it up! <laughs> so, I like my, your bag. Thank you. Isn't that nice? It is nice. Ooh, nice. So, my libation is called the crow. <laughs> mm. I joked earlier that it mm. should have had rain in the title. It should have, but mm. can't rain all the time. You like all the things I'm pulling. I'm up, all. You? you just keep yeah, it going, girl. You just good. keep it going. Don't you stop. All right. After that long flight, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you were in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, let, let, we didn't get to talk. We about didn't that get to talk about this. You I were in didn't Detroit. Realize this movie was filmed yeah, in Detroit. You talked about this, um, but I did just fly back from Detroit. Landed about an hour. Well, we've been talking a little while. Landed two hours ago. Came straight to the podcast. Ha podcast. That's why I can't speak. I'm so tired. Yeah. Hashtag dedication. There's the words. Hashtag jet lag. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, you got two kids sick at home, and you're just I like, do. I gotta do this podcast, kids. Yep. And then I go from here to my sick kids. So she can keep pulling things out of the bag, is what I'm saying right now. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. It was my first time ever going to Michigan. They have a very good collection of gluten free beer, which was fabulous. They had a pretty good collection of ciders, which are gluten free. I knew that ciders were gluten free, but the only one I ever see is Angry Orchard. And for some reason, I thought I didn't like it. So <laughs> the first place we went to, but I love apple cider. Yeah. So the first, like the actual drink, not like the beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the first place uh, we went to was a dinner right after we landed with the executives of the company we were doing a shoot for. And like they were all ordering beers. And it's, of course, like I'm not going to order a cocktail while everybody's getting beer. It seems weird because I'm not paying. Like, I don't know. You kind of read the room. You're like, there's a certain level price point, right? Right. So they had cider. I got it. And it was delightful. And I was like, why have I not done this all this time? I could have just bringing, been drinking cider off the tap. 
So I tried a collection of different ciders and they had some gluten-free beer and I had Detroit style pizza, which is not gluten-free, but I decided to destroy my body to have De- Detroit pizza. And nice. it was mm. fabulous. It was an eight square. That's what they call them. They call them squares. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. So sorry. Continue. No, you're fine. No. All right. So in the crow, it's really simple. It's supposed to be served in a chilled glass, but I'm not bringing my glass. Where do you people? Fair. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Fair. So... So uh, you, you know what I need to do when you get glassware for the studio? What do you think about that? Well, yes, but then we'd have to wash it somewhere. There's somewhere to wash it. We'll figure it out. It would be cool. Cocktail glasses. Yeah. That'd be nice we'll to have like for certain things. But for today, we're using our plastic cups because that's what we're doing. But I did bring a very nice scotch. You it's did. Bowmore. All, right. All right. Hmm? It's a 12-year 12 scotch, yeah. So it is an ounce and a half. It's older than some of your kids. <laughs> right? It's older than me. So there's oh, three of us, years. so I'm yeah. going to make like all three of them in one cup. So it. it's an ounce and a half, so we're going to do three of those. Yeah, baby. All right. It kind of looks like an old-fashioned, but different. Oh, it's not, though. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. So Continue. then it's going to be an ounce of... Fresh lemon juice. Um, I'm not squeezing lemons today, but I did get organic lemon juice. That's actual, not from concentrate, because okay. you know I like you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. So, oh, so it's an ounce of that. So we're gonna do one, two. Three and it calls for a third of an ounce of grenadine. Well, that means we're just going to do one ounce. Look at that. Look at that. It's like it was meant to be. Is that the blood of the enemies? Is that the heroin, the lemon juice? I'm really trying to connect this to the movie. (laughs) And the whiskey is the fire of the city. It's about to be fire. And you shake. You always smile when you shake. Doing a great job. Thank you. All right. Caleb, I love you. I'm probably not going to stand up. I don't. Oh no, you're fine. I'm just. I'll get up to do it. Don't worry. I I might trip over a cord. Don't worry. Quite honest, (laughs) it's been a weekend. Fire it up! Fire it up! You know, though, he he really wasn't helping with those fires because he kept all right putting fires of his. If you're being fancy, you're going to garnish with um a lemon peel. But we did not squeeze our lemon juice, so there's no lemon peel. No lemon peel. Come get your drink, Caleb. (laughs) <laughs> nice shirt yeah. all right yeah. he's wearing black too i know i'm the odd Stephanie. man out no she she beats to the yeah. or beat of their own drum or I whatever i do my own thing man she does her own thing. so and, and that so is cool. the crow she's wearing black so, shorts cheers fire it up fire mm-hmm. it up Well, that is interesting. Yeah. yeah, I wonder why they made it with those things and called it the crow. Is it based off the movie, or is it just called the crow? I'm not sure. I tried to research it, but I looked on several. Co- this is an actual cocktail, like okay. so. It's it's a very. Hmm. Yeah. but you can. The flavor of it, the flavor of it reminds me of something. What does it remind you of? I don't know. It's like the aftertaste. I can't place it. It's pretty good. 
supposed to be like like it has like a zip down smoky. smoky. Well, that's yeah, the scotch I used. Smoky, yeah. This that's the scotch I used. So okay. depending oh, on like what kind of scotch you use, like a smoky aftertaste. Yeah, I I like a smoky scotch. Okay. So that's but you yeah, know that's what it is. Anyway, enjoy, well guys. Delightful. Thank you. You're welcome. I have some apocrypha. All right. James O'Bear, uh, James O'Bear who uh, wrote the, wrote and drew the crow, uh, uh, stated that when he originally met with uh, movie executives, they had originally wanted him to make the, uh, this a musical no. <laughs> starring Michael Jackson. <laughs> he immediately laughed uncontrollably, thinking it was a joke, only to find out they were quite serious. Do you see the look on my face? <laughs> Can we do no. this? No, can you well, can like make the flames look like they're coming from buildings. You would just have flames popping up all like a like a book where you do the thing and it pops up and down like a pull tab. Oh, my God. She wants to make the musical. I want to make it a musical. <laughs> I need somebody who knows how to write music. No, <laughs> I want to make like a it a musical. But, but you make it like a rock musical. Every no. time homegirl and homeboy are at the food truck. Oh, that's a song and dance. That's a song and dance, like singing in the rain. No. But they song and dance in it. There's going to be a cat that shows up one time. It's going to be so good. What is wrong so good. with you people? I'll write it when I get home. <laughs> Call me if you know Call her, baby. I don't... Oh, my gosh. I'm about it. No. Um, James O'Bear wanted, um, <laughs> Obar wanted Johnny Depp to play Eric Draven. Uh, I could see that, Yeah, actually. I could see it. Could you see him in a musical? Uh, yes, it's called uh, Into the Woods. Uh, exactly. True story. Uh, River Phoenix and Christian Slater turned down the role. Huh. Interesting. Uh, and Cameron Diaz was offered the role of Shelly, but turned oh. it down because she didn't like the script. I'm mm. glad she turned yeah. it down. I don't know. Shelly's yeah. not really in it. It's not. Yeah. I know, but she she doesn't have the look. Like Shelly really looked like she went really well with Brandon. Yeah. Like they looked good together, and they looked like the people that would have a wedding Wasn't on Halloween. She pretty. She was so pretty. Yeah. She was like a natural looking pretty. Christian she Slater's pretty. pretty. Christian Slater's another one that made sense. I could I could see Christian Slater as because this is during his this is during his um true romance phase and yeah true and cuffs and. Do you have some cookies over there? Huh? <laughs> Do you have the cookies over there? I hope so because I'm I've got oh, my cookies. Hold oh. on, I just saw them. <laughs> but yeah, because this is during his true romance mm. days, his post, like you know his his still like kind of. A ladies' man a type I, look. The idea of a healthy cook is doesn't sound. Yeah, they, they're pretty good. Side, good. I don't know healthy cook. I picked them out because they were gluten free, so she could have uh, some. Nice, yeah, very nice. Look at you being a friend. I know my Thank first you for is, being a friend. I'm not gonna lie. If they had had what I wanted, you wouldn't have had those because I was looking for cannolis because I was craving oh. and, and they were out. That's, uh, uh, that's okay. I understand. One day we'll do the Godfather 3. Yes. And so we can have cannolis. Because cannolis was used as a weapon in that movie. And also, also, can we have a bowl of oranges sitting on the table? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So not having seen any Godfather, we'll just do the third one? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> well, that's going to that's gonna that's happen. Gotta, yeah, now that's got to happen now that you said it. Yeah. The worst the of the Godfather movies. I'll bring the cannoli. I'll, what about the guns? I guess That's you, you buddy. That's the first one, though. It's you. Yeah, I know. Leave the guns to Kate Canelli. Uh, so, is this movie cursed? Here's some things that will make <laughs> you think it's cursed. Uh, of course, let's get the big one out of the way. On the set of the film, the crow, Brandon Lee, was accidentally killed when a prop pistol shot him in the abdomen. Uh, two, de two decades earlier, Bruce Lee um, 
character Bruce Lee, not himself, was shot by a prop gun on uh, by the stick the assassin during a taken game of death. And Lee died later, but everyone's confusing that, that Lee also died on Seth. He didn't. Production was so troubled that one of the neighboring productions in the EUE studios began began taking bets on mishaps until a fire destroyed several of their sets as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you get, bitches. There were several accidents that befell the production crew, leading to a widespread belief that this film was cursed. A carpenter suffered suffered serious burns on his upper body during the first day of filming. A manual worker had a screwdriver get embedded into his hand. Right. An equipment truck burst into flames. A stuntman broke several ribs after falling through a roof. A rigger was hollow... Ho- a rigger was horribly electrocuted. A disgruntled set sculptor went berserk and drove his car through the props room, destroying it. And a hurricane destroyed several of the sets. I have a question. Yes. Do you think the crow is to movies as Macbeth is to theater? <laughs> like you do not say the crow on set. On set? No. I don't know. Cause Polter- poltergeist is also up there. Poltergeist was also very cursed, but well, yeah. Also, dead bodies, real dead bodies. Yeah, real yeah. dead bodies. Or in... There was a real dead body in this one. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, there was a lot. Um, there was a lot of cost and corner cutting on the set. One of the crew recalled they were trying to make a thirty million dollar movie for eighteen million dollars. The film was filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina, because North Carolina was a right to work state. Um, this allowed the productors to get away with pay conditions and. Uh, Crucially, production schedules that uh, had been uh, nuked by unionized Hollywood. They began filming at night outdoor, uh, night outdoors, but the aforementioned hurricane destroyed the sets, so they moved the production indoors without changing the schedule, as switching the production from nights to days would require a 24-hour turnover, uh, time that harried production's teams didn't have. Moreover, it was still so cold that the camera rails had to be de-iced during filming uh, by riggers with blowtorches hiding out of the shot. Nothing like using a good old-fashioned blowtorch, and that's where the fires came from, and they decided to keep it in the movie. It's probably how the rigger got electrocuted and how the yeah. other guy got burned it burned really bad. Mm-hmm. What's the body count in this movie? Bar trivia. We're at bar trivia. Like, uh, the, like real the life or real or body or the film body? Uh, See? Fictional. It's not just me making the jokes. <laughs> fictional body count. Okay. Uh, 25. No. Let me see. So, thank you for being a friend. Got, obviously, you've got the main crew. Uh huh. And then you've got. Look up what thought this. You got the boss, his sister wife. Sister wife. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Keep going, buddy. It's half Prove sister, it. but half Prove sister, it. but yes. Uh, and then the the bo- the the main his right hand man. And then. The real question is how many people were at that meeting? Uh, pawn shop guy got killed. I'm going to say 18. 18. 18 sounds right. He's thinking way too long on this. I'm yeah. just going to throw a number yeah. out. 18. 18. 18 I, I, mm, 20. Just so I'm not doing the so same number. 18, 20, 25. Yep. The actual number is 31. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, did they take into account every fire going and if there were people in those buildings? They did not. No, no it's on screen probably. Okay, so the crow guides Eric Draven to his to the villains, starting with Tintin, 
who struck first blood. Yeah. Right. He the remaining villains were in the order they raped Shelley. Ten Ten starts in on Shelley first, but Fun Boy pushes him out of the way, saying, "Me first. So that's how the order happens. Okay. Originally, Fun Boy Michael Massier was not supposed to fire the gun at Brandon Lee's character, character, which ultimately led to Lee's death. It was changed at last minute by director Alex Proyas. It was supposed to be stabbing. Then they changed it to shotting. He dies. They change it back to stabbing. Although it was not his fault for the death of Brandon Lee, Michael Massey stopped acting for a year because he was so traumatized by the incident. Uh, he wouldn't come back until he did seven. Um, That's a hell of a movie to know, jump what into. A, what a deep after yeah. being traumatized. Uh, he had nightmares about it up until his death in 2016, and he said he never watched. How the did film. he die? Uh, I, I, you can look that one up for me. I, I, I didn't. I didn't write it yeah, down. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was looking at stuff earlier. 2016. Yeah. Uh, the director originally wanted to shoot the entire movie in black and white, closer to the comics, and only using color in Draven's flashback scenes with high contrast themes. But the studio executive didn't allow him to do uh, allow him the equipment with that approach. Uh, they made ProS shoot as much of the movie in monochromatic color things mixed with reds and dark grays. I think that would have been really cool. I think yeah, so too. Yeah, with like a noir kind of yeah. feeling. So that would have been pretty cool. So Michael Massey died of stomach cancer. Okay. Oh, oh man, sucks. stomach cancer. Yeah. yeah it, <gasps> Brandon Lee was shot in the stomach. You don't say the crow on set. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one for you. Okay. So the director said that Brandon Lee was unhappy with the way his face paint looked uh, with the oh, makeup department uh, applied it to him before shooting. So Lee and Prost then agreed that it would look best if Lee applied his own makeup every night before going to bed so that when he woke up, his face paint would look naturally look more worn. Yes. So he went to oh, work. that was cool. So, do you know the studio who originally was financing this movie? No. It's Paramount Pictures. Okay. Okay. This was a Paramount film originally. And it was initially developed and uh, fin- they developed and financed the film, but after uh, Lee's tragic death, uh, which caused production to shut down with an incomplete film, they wrote the project out there like, we're, there, right. there's no way we're remaking this. Yeah. Entertainment Media Investment Corporation was created for the purpose of buying the final film and completing it using the ground, at the time, groundbreaking CGI. Special effects and body doubles for Lee's scenes. Yep. Which, uh, do you know where those are? The fake scenes? The non-Brandon Lee scenes are? Uh-uh. The, the opening. The opening. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, so, that's yeah, right. Yeah. It's all the opening. It's, it's, all, the whole, it's all the flashbacks and the opening. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, not all the flashbacks. But, but a lot of them. Yeah, but the, but the, 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 the entire opening of the film was pretty much uh, a stunt double and some CGI. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the CGI is really noticeable. <laughs> I didn't notice it because it's been years and so the technology is right. a lot different. So I, it, And it's real early because it's... Um, they use a scene where um, he is in the in the alleyway and there's rain and stuff. Mm-hmm. They cut that out that that scene out and put him in the apartment, and so it kind of looks kind of off, yeah, just slightly, but it's still good. Oh, well, they did have like they had made a mask of of Brandon Lee where he looked and it looked just like him. The mask and oh. they put it on the stunt double and um. The, the cast and everybody was so disturbed by it because it looked just like them That's that they hard. they're like no you can't we can't do this yeah fun fact that was my next oh uh, i'm so uh, sorry no 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 it's great <laughs> i can skip it oh here's one according to empire magazine cocaine abuse was rampant on the set that uh, does not surprise me with cameraman shooting oh, uh, while high uh crew going into the toilets to start between shots and people uh cutting around one crew member recalls hearing the sound of a sneeze on the set one day and an annoyed Brandon Lee quipped, well, someone just lost 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, with his profits from the film, James O'Barr bought his mother a car and a surround system for himself. Then he donated the rest. Oh. I was really good friends with Brandon, so it just felt like blood money to me. Yeah. He said that in a com- at a comics convention in 2009. I didn't want, want to profit for, at his expense, and I kept the secret as long as I could. It's not charity if you get credit for it. There you go. That's true. Yep. The production didn't have the money or the space to shoot the car chasing sequence, so they did it with miniatures. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which looked really, really good. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, it yeah. looked good. <laughs> the now incin- I'm going to go watch that part again. The incendiary device which Eric drops in T-Bird's lap uh, is a white phosphorus grenade, which, when it detonates, burns at 200, uh, 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh. Poor T-Bird's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what nuts? Poor... The line, I've seen you made your decision, now let's see you enforce it, is taken from a statement made by uh, President Andrew Jackson regarding the ruling of the Supreme Court that the Indian Removal Act was illegal. (laughs) Fuck you, Andrew Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The line was altered from the John Marshall's decision. Now let's see see him enforce it to use it in the movie. Right. Uh, The phrase, it can't rain all the time, is inspired by an encounter that writer James Abar had as a teen while living in Missouri prior to enlisting in the Marines, but down on his luck, Obar found himself unable to pay for groceries. Frustrated, he decided to buy just rice, to which the man in line behind him stated, you can't eat rice all the time while paying for Obar's groceries. Mm. Um, and the, the, the man turned out to be the mayor of uh, the town, and uh, he based uh, uh, Albrecht's character off of him. Okay. Oh, cool. hmm. It is cool. Lindley Cadwell, the widow Bruce Lee, and the mother Brendan Lee uh, filed a negligence case against the producers. Um, and uh, she settled out of court for uh, the two to three million. Even though the, uh, the movie, uh, based on the comic, is called The Crow, none of the birds used in the film are actually crows. Nope. nope. They are not. All of them, in fact, are ravens, which have larger, uh, which are much larger than crows and have much longer, more impressive. They're bits. prettier. They and are. that's why they were used. One of the films, you, one of the ravens, because crows are dicks. You couldn't get them. No, nah, ravens are just prettier birds. Um, one of the ravens used in this film was named Magic, and was used in all the following movies. Oh wow! So did it. And get it? Well, Magic Raven. Magic Magic yeah. and Raven did all all the oh. crow movies. Okay. Brandon celebrated his 28th birthday on the set of The Crow. Uh, he was given a cake and ice cream, which he could not partake in because he was such on a strict diet. Yeah. Because of his role. Uh, we talked about that. Man, I would have eaten a piece of cake and ice cream. I'm Listen, sorry. When you're in Detroit, you eat the pizza. Okay, Brandon? Well, he was in North Carolina. He was but North was, Carolina. Do you understand the connection there? Okay. Yep. Um, although the tone of the film is very similar to the comic, there are many changes uh, from the comic. Mm-hmm. And the comic top dollar is a member of T-Bird's gang as opposed to heading up the crime of the city. Micah and Grange were also not present in the comic, and there was never a mention about the crow being a power source. Also in the comic, Skank was not involved in the murder of Eric and Shelley. Instead, uh, a character named Tom Tom was. Sarah also serves as a minor room at the first meeting Eric after his death. And Albrecht, as he appears in the movie, is um, a combination of a street officer named Albrecht and, and the comics and police captain Hook. Another major change is Eric is a mechanic in the comic and his last name was never mentioned. Uh, he was changed to a musician as an homage to all the music reference James O'Barr had in the comic. In the comic, the murders are actually a twist of bad luck with T-Bird's gang while high on a drug ambush, uh, high, on, high on drugs, ambushing Eric and Shelley when their car breaks down. And in the comics, it's Eric is actually the one who lasts for 30 hours in intensive care with uh, most events 
implied as possibly being a revenge fantasy as he lies in a coma. I like the love romance part of it. Yeah. I do. Too. Like yeah. he did what he needed to, and then she put him to rest. Right. Right. Yep. That was that was nice. So, uh, fun facts: uh, Devil's Night is a real thing. Yep. Well, yeah, the devil has to live sometime. And so, uh, Devil's Night started as early as the 1940s, and it focused on minor, minor pranks and acts of mild vandalism. <gasps> it's the purge. And uh, egging, soaping windows, bags of flaming dog poop, toilet papering things that caused little or no property damage. But in the 70s, it escalated to arson and soon became a huge problem. Yeah. In 1984, 800 fires were set on Devil's Night. Oh, Jesus, where? The Detroit. This was oh, okay. Detroit. Yeah. In 1994, 300, uh, 100, 100 of, oh, wait, 1994, 300 fires were set. Wow. 314 teens were arrested for violence. Curfew served families. Two people were arrested for Austin at a time uh, with more arrests later that month. The city of Detroit uh, had to order for teens, organized volunteers to patrol the streets, local co cable companies, unscrambled premium channels to encourage young people to stay home for the weekend. Nice. Um, Angels Night was started right after to combat Devil's Night. Angels Night uh, did its job. It had volunteers, all, like I said, all your four mission stuff. Uh, and then they stopped it in 2018. Well, so all right. Devil Night, Devil's Night still happens. It's just not as bad as it was. Yeah. It's, uh, is it only in Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have a friend from well, there. I'm going to ask her so about it. So there is also Mischief Night in Philadelphia, which is related. It started, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as of last 2021, Devil's Night saw the lowest total uh, totals in multiple decades with only three structure fires recorded. All right. That's it. I'm going to start a Devil's Night mobile. Please don't. <laughs> you know what? Mobile is fine. This is now is evidence in court. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, <laughs> but, I'm just kidding. But, ha, ha, yeah. ha. I would never do that. But there's your answer for all the fires in the film. Are we are we accessories before the fact? <laughs> well, you guys did give me the idea. Oh man! Uh, I said please don't. Yeah. Yeah. All the also, technically, the film gave you the idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, the film opened May thirteenth, nineteen ninety four. Want to guess its opening uh, weekend? Um, how much it made? Um, Eleven million. At this. Point, everybody knows that he died, right? Yes, yeah. I'm gonna say 25 million, 25, 11, 15, 11.7. Oh, well What's this worldwide gross? I can't answer because I saw it just a second ago. Ah, look at you. I'm gonna go back to 25, 25, 35, 50. Oh, wow. I figured more people would like it. Has swarm. four sequels, it did pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, swarm to the theaters to see the Wait, scene. 50. Mm -hmm. Okay, Wikipedia is wrong. Yeah, I'm looking at I got this box office. Yeah, Wikipedia baby. has 94 million. Um, He's a damn liar. So, May 13, 1994, uh, when it opens, where does it land in the top five? Three. Three. No, mediocre. Two. Two. One. Number one. It is wow. number one. Ah. Uh, number number five is a British. <laughs> Black comedy, I guess, with um, Hugh Grant. Oh. Uh, and it's um, about two important events in someone's life. Adolescence? No. What, what that is. I'm trying oh. to, okay, Wait. so hold on. It has Hugh Grant kind of a, in it? It's a romantic black comedy kind of thing. A romantic black Hugh comedy? Grant. Hugh Grant in it? I don't, I don't know why I play these games. 
I don't know. It's not Toy Story, so I don't yeah. know. Four weddings and a funeral. <gasps> oh. Toy Story 94? Uh, 95. Damn, we're so close to my year. Uh, number four is with honors that has, um, um, I think, Danny DeVito and um, Brandon Fraser in it. Okay. Number three is uh, Crickland, which is a Spike Lee joint. I've never even heard of. We've already established I've never seen any Spike Lee movies. <laughs> we're going to fix that. Uh, number two, when a man loves a woman. When a man loves a woman. I literally have only seen The Crow out of all those movies. Um, I've seen The Crow in Crickland, and I've seen Four Weddings and a Fear. I've not seen When a Man Is Loves Is Hugh Grant the one in My Big Fat Greek Wedding? No. 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 He's in the Bridget Jones movies. He's in uh, Notting okay. Hill. Notting Hill. He as in Hugh Grant. Like I know who Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant is, but. He's really good in The Gentleman. Have you seen The Gentleman? I haven't. It's the it's um, Guy Ritchie's movie. Uh, he did Snatch and uh, I, I love Snatch. You'll like The Gentleman. Oh my God, that's the one I should pick for our show. Because it's got um, which one? What Snatch? Snatch. Snatch is good. Yeah. Huh? I haven't seen that. Snatch is good. Maybe that I've heard. Be it. A we actually talked about it a lot this weekend. Snatch is a great movie. Well, we'll put Snatch on the one. We'll put it there. Oh, All right. So the top five movie. Oh, All right. So. The Crow did not make the top five moves in 1994. No. That's Where do you think it landed? 15. 15? Yep. 32. 32. 25. 26. Wow. All right. Listen, Caleb. I don't know what kind of magic you're doing on over there. Mm, <laughs> but you need to pitter pat on down. All right. Can we name the top five movies of 1994? No. Nope. Pulp Fiction. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Pulp Fiction Pulp- is. Not in the top. Night number one. I'm sorry, I yeah. saw some of the movies. And I was like, "That's a big one." So uh, Lion King. I remember Lion King because I remember taking right, right. the pairs to the mask. That. Uh, no, <gasps> not top five. Was it that year though? Yeah. All right. So so. Um, number two, uh, was in your fun facts. Like I said it out loud. Well, it's not I Tanya because that's newer. No. Uh. Uh, what I movie did you up mention? The movies. Well, I skimmed over a couple of them. But you mentioned. I know you, you Jurassic Park. No, no, that's ninety three. I brought that up though. You did. I did mention that. I thought that was the it's only one you mentioned. Pulp mentioned. Fiction was uh, Forrest Gump. Yes. Oh yeah. wow, that was ninety four. Yeah. Yep. God, I'm old. <laughs> Jesus. It just uh, seems like that was yesterday. Oh. It oh. sucks. Speed. No. Uh, no. Speed Do you have that. the need for speed? Because I don't know anybody, but some people. Number pass. three is a James Cameron film. Titanic. Uh, no, that's no, later. later. Okay. Um, oh, Terminator. Uh, no, no. But this also oh, stars. This also stars uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Jr. <laughs> Last action hero. Uh, no. Um, I only know. Jimmy Lee Curtis is also in this. Oh, that Halloween. would be um, um, those. Uh, oh, what's the name of that movie? Any Halloween. No, Any no, Halloween. no. They're they're married and they're both spies and. Um, oh. That's True Lies. True Lies. I think I knew Brangelina. That's Brangelina. But True True Lies are also yeah. It's great. It's got Tom Arnold. They're hilarious. That's a great movie. Uh, Number four stars Tim Allen. Home Improvement. The movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Santa Claus, isn't it? It is a Santa Claus. I love the Santa Claus. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, all of them. Number five. Um. Is the movie of the longest rated running animated sitcom before The Simpsons? Ooh. I feel like I know this. Be the like Flintstones. The Flintstones. The Flintstones. Oh. Yeah. Love that movie. Wow. Um, Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. 
They're your modern stoners family <laughs> from the town of Bedrock. Right. <laughs> Place right out of history. Uh, we've let's done. Right. Who's yeah. the family down the street? <laughs> Sorry. Let's, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's I'll go. stop. Uh, we've done one more. Uh, we've done one other film this uh, 1994. Uh, that was Tombstone, and that was uh, oh, Tombstone number 37. On the list. I'm your Huckleberry. I am your Huckleberry. That's one of the ones we've done live that we're going to do if we ever start a Patreon. That's such a good movie. Uh, before we go, um, two things I wanted to know. Oh, note. gosh. One for me. Yeah, one for you. She still has to taste her. That's one, that's one, one, one for me. This, 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 this is what we're doing? For, yeah. Uh, in the Xanadu episode, we asked about our friend Kisa's um, Harry Potter house. Uh, and uh, her. Uh, we when she responded... Um, she had no idea what we were talking about. I'm still disappointed. However, however, after the show, um, I, me and Kisa went through Pottermore, and so she now knows her house. I uh, feel like I'm a little bit more disappointed because of the house she's in. She should have known better. <laughs> I, you know, but it makes sense to me. I feel like it makes sense. Kisa is a Ravenclaw. She's a Ravenclaw. Uh, and therefore should have done the research already to know which house she was in. There is that. <laughs> Kisa, I'm uh, slithering over here now. And, and normally we don't do this, but uh, last week you weren't here. I was not. And uh, uh, you I was were, working. You were on assignment. Yeah. and um, Constantly working right now. We it's had busy. fun eating uh, late night taco uh, jelly beans and we wanted to. Ex uh, they said fun and I'm really hoping that means it was good. They weren't bad actually. I, I would eat most of them. Most of them. Okay. There's only yeah. actually one that I didn't care for. Fantastic. So, it's so, going to be the beef one. So, I assume this one's beef. No. Okay, I'm sorry. So we're, we're so we're going to have you taste it. Okay. I got a, them in as order. As a bonus. Right. Yay. So your first one will be margarita. Oh, I have to do that one first? That's the order on the package. It's just like a lemon lime. It's very good. Right. Not bad, huh? I'm not bad. Don't, okay. don't say it like that. Your next one. <laughs> no, right. like it's like, it's like, not bad, huh? Wasn't next. bad, was it? Churro. I, I want to guess the rest of them. Okay. Because I think that might be fun. No, it's okay. Okay. That one was good, though. Like a churro. No, it doesn't really. Like, maybe the margarita's still there. Maybe. That's okay. It's not bad. Okay. All right. This is going to be salsa or a pepper or a tomato. Okay. Or salsa. <laughs> Maybe you should try or, it. Or all the ingredients yeah. in a salsa. <laughs> or any of these black pepper. I'm going to say no because then no. I don't look like black pepper. Okay. It's a pepper. It's salsa. I put it on the other side of my mouth. I wish I would have kept it with the other flavors. It's <laughs> all by itself. All by myself. It's okay. not bad. It's weird in a gummy. Yeah. The flavor's format. not bad. It's just weird to be a jelly bean. To chew it as a gummy candy. I need a chip now. Avocado, jalapeno, or cilantro. I put it over there just so it can be with the other <laughs> Like we get placing. Mm -hmm. I like. That's supposed to be cilantro. Guacamole. Okay. So it has cilantro in it. I was like, because it's not cilantro. Yeah. So, avocado. Okay. Guacamole. Mole, 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 mole. Guacamole. 
chips. Hmm. I'm hoping it's chips. <laughs> I'm hoping it's chips. <laughs> it's like a yellowish color. Yeah. I'm hoping it's chips. That's all I got. Because I don't know what else would be yellow. One of them you didn't like, though, so... It has a very strong flavor. <laughs> that would be. This is meat. This beef is meat. taco. That's a beef taco. I feel like I should have taken three of those together <laughs> for the salsa and the oh, guacamole. Oh yeah! Ow! I didn't even think about combining them. Just eat it all at once. Hold on now. That's kind okay. of bad. And then you got to follow it with a margarita because you got to take yeah. a drink after that. Hold on. All right. I've got I know what my favorite one, is. <laughs> and I've got that one. And then the lighter green. And that one. So I've got salsa, beef taco, and guacamole. Do it. Eat you a taco. <laughs> All right. What we got going on over there? Putting them together does not improve it. Okay. <laughs> not the way I thought it would go. Okay. So I know this is horchata. So I'm going to go ahead and finish this off. It's delightful. Oh, Matter of fact, I'm going to also have a horchata to cleanse my palate. Mm. Another horchata because it's my favorite of the bunch. I like churro too. Wow. Actually, I'll take another one of those too. Mm-hmm. Horchata is good. It tastes like a baked good mm-hmm. that I can no longer eat. So there you go. Well, it's delightful. Probably the best jelly beans we've ever eaten here, anyway. Mm-hmm. I so dropped I, them I on the floor. Two, I got these. Um, I got these. You from, also he spent it. way, way too, too much money on these jelly beans. How much did you spend on the bag? Uh, I had two bags. We could have we could have eaten real tacos. Scotty, why didn't you just take us out for tacos? <laughs> I will take you out for tacos. <laughs> he says that. I mean, you want to go tacos? I love tacos. I don't know if you will. I want to go find a really shady taco truck. That serves something by authentic taco women. Taco women. Mexican <laughs> women. So sorry. Racist. And now we're so sorry. I'm thinking about tacos. Racist? By authentic Mexican women. And it's like. She snorted. <laughs> I'm just still thinking about that. This happened one time. Well, I know where the clip is this week. <laughs> I just want to talk about authentic taco women. have a framing company. And like they would, they served you like I don't even remember what it was, but it was so good, and you couldn't understand what they were saying, but it was authentic and it was delicious. I want to find a really shady looking taco truck full of Mexican women. Okay, it could be Mexican men. We're gonna make you eat two two authentic tacos, um, and I'll eat them with you because I have before. We're gonna do tripa and lingua. Will be your two tacos, and what I'm not is, telling you what it is, and you are not allowed to look of them it up. Have beef. Uh, lingua sounds like tongue. It does, so don't tell me. It, it doesn't have beef because that's like the lingua only. Lingua sounds like tongue. But if you yeah. eat it, like you I think have that is, I think that is tongue. It is, it is, it is a tongue. Yes, I... of a cow, but it's yeah. not. It's it, it's no, not no, like it's like ground I, ground I, meat. I think I've had it before. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> Your face is pretty good. I mean, what about chupa? Oh well, thank you. I don't. I don't. That sounds like chupacabra. So I feel like that's an animal we've got on the side of the road. Ooh. Put in a taco. That's what you're gonna have to eat. Okay. The chupa. All right. Street. Uh, all you animal wolf, taco. Wolf, I'll film it. 
Yeah. They're called street tacos because they get their meats from the streets. That's it. Mm-hmm. With lots of cilantro and onions. Guys, I'm like delirious. That's what we're at right now. Well, I didn't even drink that much. I get delirious. Uh-uh-uh. Got up at three and I was an hour ahead, so it's been 12 hours. Uh, we'll be back next week with a cult meeting. This is Sky saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Bye. Bye.